everybody. What is going on? You know what time it is. You're listening to Join the Journey podcast with your host, Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining. Today, I am joined by a special guest in the studio, Will McElroy. What's up, everyone? And Will, you're here because you work on the students team with high schoolers. Yes, I'm on the Shoreline team. That's what we call it at Watermark. It's high schoolers. Um, and can I pitch our ministry yeah. and just share a little Please, bit about it? Please, I'd love it. Yeah, so the Shoreline team is ninth through 12th grade, and it's a place where uh, we just, our mission is just that all students are known and accepted, taught about Jesus, and challenged to grow. And uh, that's happening every week in Dallas, where just hundreds and truly hundreds of students are meeting in homes of families led by small group leaders um, every Wednesday night. It's awesome. Yeah, so if you think about students today. Pray for them. They're meeting yes. tonight. And uh, starting next week, we're actually going to be bringing students on the Join the Journey podcast on Wednesdays. But today we've got their fearless leader, Will. And Will, we are in 1 Corinthians 4. Yes. What stood out? What'd you notice? I think the first verses three through five really stood out with me, um, where where Paul just says in verse three, uh, but with me, it is a very small thing that I should be judged by you or by any human court. In fact, I do not even judge myself. And just coming off of, you know, the response where uh, Paul is being compared to Apollos and, and other leaders of the time, and he's saying, hey, I don't really care of, you know, who you're comparing me to, or if I'm better than this teacher, or if I'm a, uh, I think in today's a- day and age, it would be like, who has the coolest Instagram feed, or yeah. who's the best communicator, who has Celebrity the Celebrity pastors. Yeah, he's just like, you know what? That's great. Apollos is a water, and uh, I'm not. You know, it's yeah. just like that, that's not me. And uh, I, I, it's it's wrong to judge him in that way. And I I think what stood out in my heart the most is that um, I do that all the time to people. Like I, I I've there, there's just people that if I'm just being truthfully honest, it's like I'll follow them on social media. And in my my flesh and in my heart, I will think less of their ministry based on what they post or what they don't post. Yeah, and I do that too. Yeah, convicting. And and so this passage is just a passage where I'm thinking that is just so wrong of me to just compare celebrity pastors or even just normal non-celebrity yeah. pastors for that matter, and just saying it's like wow, like. There is something wrong with my heart that this passage just points out that I am even just tempted and and do that and just compare, uh, you know, ministers to each other. So I yeah. would you have anything yeah, to say to that? Yeah, I, I would add it's important. Like it's not it's not that we're comparing uh, what they're teaching. Like mm-hmm. we always want to check that it's sound doctrine. Right. But the problem creeps in, at least for me, when I let my personal preferences about style or how a person dresses influence my respect for them and and my willingness to see them as an image bearer um, or as someone God could use. Because that's when this uh, sinful judgment creeps in. And as, well, we were talking before we started this episode, we were talking about, hey, it can be confusing because in chapter four, he is saying— like, I'm not a judge, don't judge. Like, why are you comparing me to Apollos? But then in chapter five, as we'll discuss more tomorrow, he starts talking about this guy in the church who's living in habitual sin. And they're like, you guys, there's there's judgment necessary here. And the phrase that stuck with me is, there's judgment that is sin or 
judgmental actions that are sinful, and then there is sin that requires judgment. And really, we could go on to say all sin ultimately eventually requires judgment. Uh, and the, the thing we have to prayerfully discern is when am I on the sinful side and when am I on the righteous side? So when, I, when am I judging to help another believer walk in righteousness or walk rightly? Or when am I judging, as is the case in 1 Corinthians 4, in a way that is not focusing on what God what God says is most important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a tough, a really hard tension to balance. And as I was just even walking over to the studio to, and and just thinking through my mind of when when should you judge and when when should you not judge, I just think it never hurts to lean and err on the side of being slow to judge. Mm-hmm. You know, I think the Bible preaches that like take the log out of your own eye. Yeah. You know, before pointing it quick out, quick to listen, slow to speak, exactly. slow to get angry, and you know the story is just always more complicated than than it seems. And I, I think that's what I try to do. And, and Paul even references in chapter 4, verse 3 here of just how uh, different our courts are compared to God's courts, I think. You said, let me read verse 3 again. It says, but with me, it is a very small thing that I should be judged by you or by any human court. And I think a human court, at least when I hear that, I think of uh, black and white. This is completely wrong. Yeah. Like you sin, like we need to admonish you and like pull you aside and point that out. And sometimes that is the case. It's necessary. Sometimes that is necessary, right? And I think in chapter five, uh, in that situation, in that context, there was a lot of uh, context that uh, they they clearly knew. And that was a time where Paul was saying like, hey, you do need admonish in this situation. But uh, most of the time in my ministry and in the times that I have had to, you know, admonish people or pull them aside, it is a long and slow process of getting the full picture, getting the full story, hearing all sides of, of what happened. And, you know, most of the time, once I hear the full context and the full story, I realized like, hey, you know, there's a lot of grace and love to be shown. And I wish I was uh, not operating under my own presumptions. And because once I'm presumptuous and, and making assumptions, it always just ends up poorly for Will. Yeah. More than anyone. And I don't think, well, I don't think you're alone in that because episode 18, which is on Matthew 18, Conflict mm-hmm. Resolution, has been the most popular episode that we've done. And I think it's because Every day we encounter this tension. Do I say something? Do I speak up? Do I not? Can I overlook it? Are they really out of line? I don't know them that well. Since I don't know them that well, should I speak up? And it's a wrestle. Uh, but but I think you're right. Like we, the, the, the situations, they're oftentimes um, more complex. And so it's always important that when we do engage in a conversation, we don't mm-hmm. go in guns a-blazing, but we seek to understand. Uh, and as I was reading, like what was Paul's, posture as he said, um, I don't I don't even judge myself. I shouldn't be judged by you. Because that could be a really dangerous posture for us to have if someone is if someone was coming to me and they were seeing sin in my life and wanting to help me look more like Christ. Uh, if I looked at Paul's attitude in First Corinthians four, it could become really dangerous because I might not be open to being shepherded. But one commentator said this. They said It mattered little to Paul how well the Corinthians or anyone else thought he was carrying out his stewardship, how popular or unpopular he was. His personal evaluations of his own performance were irrelevant too. But what did matter to Paul was God's estimation of his service. What did God think about how Paul was living his life? Paul did not give much time and attention to introspection, though he sought to live a life with a good conscience before God. 
Rather, he concentrated on doing the job God had put before him to the best of his ability since he'd be accountable to God. And as far as Paul knew, he was serving God faithfully. And so he's able to say, it's not about your perception of me. I'm confident I'm walking in faithfulness. Yeah. And I think just to end, and the last thing I'll have to say is that God honors faith and faith honors God. Mm. And, you know, look at verse eight right here and and chapter four, Paul just kind of finishes his little argument by just saying, already you have all you want. Already you have become rich. Without us, you have become kings and would that you did reign so that we might share the rule with you. And so I think what you're saying, Emma, here is just um, Paul, he doesn't feel like he has to judge himself or be judged by others just because he has just a right appreciation of just, hey, all I'm trying to do is be faithful. And at the end of the day, like the time will come where, where God will judge me. And since I have faith and peace and uh, the Lord's goodness and his sovereignty, I'm not really worried about what you 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 think yeah. and and now that I think you did touch on this that that can become a dangerous point because I I do care what people think and I think it, you can have a healthy balance of what people think you know that's what community is I'm always asking for friends thoughts on like hey should I do this should I do this like how should I approach this conversation and so in that sense I care what people think but um, this is a different context and, yeah. and I think what Paul is saying he's like when it comes to how I'm ministering to people, I, I really just care about if I'm being faithful. Yeah, he just wants to be faithful. He's not caught up in the the trends mm-hmm. or um, fearing people's perception. He just cares about being faithful, and so he's able to say, "Hey, I don't, I, I don't care if you're judging me. Like, I'm yeah. just going to be faithful." But uh, well, as we'll find tomorrow, part of being faithful for him means. Admonishing, admonishing yeah. other believers. Uh-huh. And the good news is that whenever correction is needed, God's grace always makes a way for redemption. Hey, we want to thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Did you know that you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast? And if you're willing, we'd love it if you subscribe because the more you download, the easier it will be for new friends to find the podcast.